Welcome to the Real Journey Podcast. My name is Patricia and I am your host. This week, we are diving into another guest involved in the real estate industry, learning about their journey into and within the real estate industry. Each week, we have new guests from across the continent talking about their journey, their mindset, and how things have changed. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Real Journey Podcast. My name is Patricia and Today, we will talk all about the journey into and within the real estate industry. Today's guest is Catherine Lewis-Brown. Catherine and I have known each other for a while now, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. Catherine is a staging industry expert and owner of the successful Stager training program and founder of Stages Live Virtual Event. Welcome, Catherine. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so excited to have you on today. I'm very Uh, happy to be here. Wonderful. I'm just wondering if you can start off by telling us um, about who you are, a little bit about who you are. Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, I've been uh, in the staging industry. Uh, Actually, this is my 10 year anniversary. I worked as a stager up until about 2015, 2016. And in the meanwhile, I started training and um, I now have my own training program. So I train stagers from all over the world. Uh, working online. And uh, it's been really, I've met amazing people through this industry. Really great people. Wonderful. What really prompted you to go into the staging industry to begin with? Was there one event that, you know, it was like an epiphany where you want to enter or it was a kind of organic in nature? Um, I suppose it was a bit of a combination of both. I, uh, back in 2004, I sold my first house um, in Toronto in the market. And uh, and I had an agent who was very keen and green at the time, which I didn't didn't realize that, but which he was great anyway, but it's okay. Uh, and uh, he had a stager come in and do a consultation for me. And I'd never heard of it, didn't know anything about it. Uh, I'd been working for many years uh, in communications and uh, project management in, in government and nonprofit. So this was not even sort of on my radar. And uh, But when we went to sell my house and this person came in, it it got me, I think, uh, 25,000 over asking. And I was like, Oh, this really worked. Uh, I remember my sister being in tears walking around behind me during the consultation thinking, Oh, my goodness, she's making you do all these things. But it actually was really good. Uh, And then a few years later, when I was, uh, you know, I have two adopted children, and uh, I was ready to coming off my second maternity leave, I didn't really, it was not I didn't want to go back to work. I just was looking for a change, um, which is, what I discover many, many, many stagers have done, and that's how they got into the industry as well, is just looking for something different for the next half of my career. And uh, so really, I, I was looking for something that I didn't have to go back to school to do um, necessarily and spend four years doing again, and um, and something that I could really get my teeth into and really enjoy that was creative. So it was like getting back to using my hands. Amazing. That's such a great story. And you've been in it now for 10 years. Um, have you ever considered a different career other than staging as that second portion? Or um, has it always just kind of been, you know, really interested in staging? Well, interestingly enough, um, you know, I, I staged for about five to six years. And in that period of time, I started to train. Um, I loved doing that. And I realized like that was really where I could make the biggest difference. And it was probably my best zone of genius was doing that. And so I, um, uh, I sort of was doing both for about three years. And then in beginning of 2017, I went full hog into it and decided to have my own training program um, and actually have several different programs now and, uh, and really have morphed into more, um, not just, uh, teaching staging, but actually coaching stagers and other uh, 
creative women entrepreneurs to have the business of their dreams too. So it's uh, it's been really fruitful and it's been a nice sort of progression and um, I, I really enjoy it. What really made you get into the coaching? Um, I know that you said you like to help people and get them to understand um, and and help them with their business. What really was the turning point in order and from changing from owning a home staging business to coming into a coaching nature? Because I know that when I met you, it was more of like that coaching. You had that more of that coaching atmosphere and you still do helping female entrepreneurs, especially with their businesses. Um, so maybe you can touch on that a little bit. Um, well, I think when I, uh, you know, when I was staging, when I was training uh, stagers, um, I did start off the first three years that I was training. I was doing it live and I was working for someone else. So I got to meet some incredible women. Um, and I will say almost 99% women. Uh, and, um, and they were all sort of at the same sort of age that I was when I was uh, making a career shift. And they were all came, they all sort of came with um, a real passion and enthusiasm. And, you know, one of the things about when you make that second career change and that shift, uh, there's different things that you want out of that second career. Uh, and usually it's like a real sort of gratification, you know, that you're, that you are, uh, doing that thing that you loved that you always knew you had it in you or you had this passion for, but you never thought you could make that into actually a, a job or something that actually paid you well. Um, and so that was kind of the impetus for it. But I also then found that there were a lot of women who would start this amazing uh, business that they wanted to do, whether it was staging or uh, like right now I have two women that I'm coaching out of staging into uh, uh, doing more virtual work and, uh, and changing your business. And it's so exciting. So it doesn't even matter when it happens. Um, the shift is exciting for those women, but it's also kind of terrifying too, because it's uh, taking on something they haven't done before. It's um, changing how they market. Like they just in general, being a, an entrepreneur in the last few years, there's such a huge shift because social media was never around. I mean, like mm -hmm. 10 years ago, that wasn't how we marketed. We, it was a lot of cold calling bleh, and <laughs> face to face. And, Not my favorite uh, thing. Yeah. And paid advertising. And, and now um, it's really like so dependent on your relationships and, and social media. And, and which means that you have to have, you, you market a lot more about yourself and uh, then you do just advertising your business. And I think that that's a big deal. And um, so I think I was good. So I would say that really one of the things that has really been big for me that I've seen in the last year and a half that I've really noticed and has really sort of directed what I do is that when you take a staging training program, uh, there's so much for you to know. Like staging is an amazing industry. It, it has nowhere to go but up. There's so much potential. There are now stagers who make seven figures quite frequently you see people who are doing that. Um, and it's not really a hobby business anymore. Uh, not that it, I don't think it ever truly was, but we sort of talked about it like it was. Uh, mm -hmm. And because of all that, I think um, that they, because there's so much to learn when you take your staging training, we don't have any time to teach you how to run a great business. And so learning the aspects of delivering a super successful business don't get shared during training because there just isn't enough time. And a lot of times I think as well is that when you were taking a training program, you are so keen to learn the skills of staging that you're not really thinking about 
what you need to know to actually run a great business. And of course, the thing about running a great business is that it doesn't really matter what kind of business it is. You still have to have your best fit client. You still have to have um, the perfect product for them. And you still have to price and know your value super well. So I find myself really focusing on a lot of that and that growth and scaling when I'm coaching my, my um, female entrepreneurs now. I love that so much. And I feel like you're really shifting from that stage of focus to um, just coaching female entrepreneurs in general. So I feel like there's a lot of, like you said, there's so much, um, that, uh, that's inter, you can interconnect what you're learned, what, what you do in a staging business to another business. And I think you have a lot of value to offer there. Yeah. I, I really, I'm loving this part of it. It is really, it's really grown into me and, um, and, uh, and I feel like I can do so much to help, um, uh, women entrepreneurs, uh, especially in the staging industry or any other creative industry to, shift. And, and another thing to add to that is to be able to shift, to take on virtual as well. You know, what's happened to happened to us in the last 18 months uh, is not really going to go away. So the opportunity to take advantage of virtual opportunities is, is huge. And it can, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of stagers and creative entrepreneurs sort of held back at the beginning of the, of the pandemic, thinking that they, uh, they would wait, that they didn't have to address these shifts but I think the ones that address the shifts and build their business around um, filling in uh, their pyramid, their product pyramid with things that are virtual and things that they, new kinds of programs then um, and, and products and services will be huge. I love virtual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, so from when you first started in the staging industry 10 years ago to where you are now, how, how has your mindset shifted? Um, and have you noticed a shift in your mindset? Um, and can take us along the journey of what has changed and how it changed. Um, well, interestingly enough, I thought I'd never worked as hard as I did when I had my staging business. Now I can say I have never worked as hard as I have in this side of my business in, in the training and developing um, online work and, and being able to deliver virtually. Uh, you know, there's, um, um, you know, I don't even know what to say. There's, it, it has shifted. My mindset definitely shifted huge because it was the first time I'd been self-employed. So 10 years ago was my first little, you know, put my toe in the toe in the pond when I was um, starting my staging business. Now, over time as that's, that has definitely shifted and the staging industry has shifted and grown too. Like when you have seven figure businesses, you have to be able to run a good business. You have to know the principles of running, um, running a business. You can't just do fly by the seat of your pants. And the staging industry is one of those um, those businesses where you have to make considerable investment in your business in order for it to be a success for you. Um, so it's not, you're not playing small potatoes and it's not really so much a hobby, uh, as, um, as, and it is definitely doing something that you're passionate about, but the industry itself has just grown so, so much. And so because of that, so have I, and also because of that, since I started my, uh, I launched my, um, the successful stager back in the, uh, October 2016, uh, the staging industry has also grown as well. So, so I have, I, I suppose my coaching has really kind of come out of that because there's a need really to, uh, to not just drop you in the deep end and hope you're going to be okay. So it has definitely shifted me for a hundred percent. I'm not the same person as I was 10 years ago, for sure. Yeah, for Amazing. sure. Yeah. I love that so much. And I don't um, think you can expect to be. And I think if you are, then you're, you probably are falling behind in the success that you can achieve in your business. 
I completely agree with that. That's really, really well said. Um, how, what drives you though? What makes you reach for more? What makes you get up in the morning to keep innovating, um, and creating new products and new services? Um, like you've evolved so much from owning your home staging business to owning your staging coaching business to now coaching entrepreneurs. So what drives you to keep pushing forward and keep finding new things and being innovative? Um, well, I think it's a probably a combination of two things. Um, one is that um, I have a family, a young family, and uh, and I'm 56, so my kids are going to be going off to university when I am like 60. Ah! <laughs> and uh, so I had to figure out how I was going to pay for that. Like you know, my husband um, has has had his own business as well, um, but um, but we really want to make sure that they are there that they get everything that they need as well. Um, so I think that 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 is what I mean. That's one huge driving force is is uh, making sure that my kids are. Um, where they need to be. Um, and I think, but I think also too, like I'm, and I always knew I was driven, but I think I'm more, um, I, I love the fact that I can be able, that I'm able to help. And my business is not where I planned it to be. Uh, it's, uh, I, I'm still waiting, I'm still working and pushing forward to where I want it to be. I still feel like I'm sort of like uh, chasing the, the, you know, that, um, that shine, not the shiny object, but ch- chasing the, the dream a bit. Um, mm. And I think that's, that's exciting as well, because it means that there's always new things. Like I, I feel like I'm always learning something new. I'm always talking to somebody that I've never spoken to before. Every day, I can tell you, I hear something different. Uh, and every day it pushes me forward. Uh, and, and also shows me opportunities where I, that I can provide for and, uh, and help and coach um, stagers to strive to get to as well that um, there is no status quo. There is no um, box for us to have for our business to fit into anymore, especially as a stager, um, Mm -hmm. that um, the more creative that you can be, the more authentic you can be with yourself, then then the uh, more interesting and the more passionate and the more committed you are to your business. And I think that's probably happened to me outside of staging in, Mm -hmm. in the coaching world and knowing what I can do as well. But I think it's also, and I think, you know, this, it's that the more I learn, the more I can share. Yeah, definitely. The more you learn, the more you can share. Yeah. You have a lot of value to offer people once you learn more and when you have more exposure Mm -hmm. to different things. So I love that so much. Hey, did you know that the homeowner link app is open for pre-registration right now? Head to www.thehomeownerlink.com and sign up. The Homeowner Link is the hub and firsthand connection between the real estate industry and home staging industry. The first of its kind, this handheld staging service allows both realtor and home stager to systemize and scale the staging and listing process while securing more business. Back to this week's episode. What has been one of your biggest challenges since entering the staging industry um, 10 years ago? My biggest challenges? Um, well, I, to be completely honest, I think for me, uh, I started in 2010, 2011. Um, I wasn't so under pressure to do well financially. Like, I mean, I wanted to do well, but I was also kind of at that point of like, I'm really excited about this. I'm going to do something I want to, I love. And then my husband, unfortunately lost his business in a quite a, a drastic way in 2013. And it forced us to really have to make some big changes in our lives. And, uh, and it forced that financial security that we thought we had kind of out of the way. And, um, and so that has been a big, probably a huge push behind me to make sure that uh, my business grows to um, sort of take that on. It was actually why I started doing virtual training and 
a virtual um, a virtual program in the beginning because I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I can make lots of passive income. Well, it's not passive income. <laughs> it's a lot of work, um, yeah. but it's so gratifying once you embrace the fact that it is really great great work. I would yeah. say probably I, I'll be really totally honest with you. It's it's been cash flow. It's yeah. been and it's been consistency of cash flow as well. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so more of like that, um, that commission-based income, it's, it's making sure that it's constant for, for you and your family. Yeah. 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 I can see that. And how, yeah. how have you been able to overcome that? I know that you've been creating more, more products and services and things like that. What was kind of your, how did you overcome that? Um, well, I, I think I'm, I'm probably still overcoming it. I think it's one of those stupid things that, you know, gets in your head and, and it's hard to get rid of and It's always kind of becomes your impetus for going forward. But I, um, I would think that, um, uh, the big shift for me was, um, and as I was going to say, it's still shifting, but is, is the idea that when you coach, um, you have, um, and I can have much bigger impact that makes a huge difference to me Mm -hmm. like that, that I can feel and see and know, and, um, the impact that I'm having when, when you're doing online training, uh, you know, and you sell a program, it's great that you sell the program. And, um, and it's beautiful when it shows up in your, uh, that saying, you know, here's, here's what you've done, here's what you've sold. But at the same time, I don't necessarily have that one-on-one relationship with my students, which I um, love having with my coaching. And mm-hmm. uh, this new program that I've introduced, um, which is called, um, well, I actually have two programs. One is, they're both year-long coaching programs. One is called Your Meant for More, which is for uh, stage or, or for uh, creative women and entrepreneurs who are wanting to get that extra out of their business and push forward and introduce virtual into their business as well. Um, and, uh, and the other one is um, called um, the boss program, which is the business of successful staging, which is um, to take stagers from day one to their first year and coach them and help them and support them with like really, um, uh, I was going to say heavy training. I don't mean heavy, but really, um, full, uh, training for them. So they are so well equipped. And so that by the end of the first year, they're, they, they are well on their way to six figures and there's no guessing where their clients are coming. And so that consistency that I feared, um, they don't have to fear because they have um, my support, um, and through group coaching as well. So, yeah, that's incredible Um, that you're able to provide that to people. Well, I, I think it's missing in the industry. I think that we, for some reason in the staging industry, we kind of leveled out thinking that three or four days of of training was enough and it's not. So it's my goal to shift that and to have those stagers who really aspire to more, who really know they can do more um, and be more that they can, uh, that they will, they'll join me in this coaching program. I love that so much. What's been one of your greatest accomplishments since entering the industry? My, oh, my accomplishments. Hmm. I, I, I was going to say everything new would be the, <laughs> that's a hard <laughs> question to answer. Um, I, you know, I, I think this might be one of the things, and it wasn't really so much an accomplishment, but it was a recognition. I, I can remember being at um, the IHOS con- conference, the International Association of Home Staging Professionals in, um, I think it was in Charlotte. And, uh, uh, and I remember I was in, running down the hallway to, to go and do something and because uh, I was speaking at that. And I also I, I was doing a couple of uh, speaking and coaching things there. And um, someone stopped me in the hallway that I didn't know and said, you must be Catherine Lewis Brown. You're the re- whole reason I became a stager listening oh. to your podcast, to your, your uh, YouTube channel. And I was like, oh, 
So that was, I have had a few of those. And, and when you, when someone says that to you and you realize the sort of uh, impact that you have, because like you and I sitting behind a microphone and a computer in our office and our home office with our kids, we don't really see always the impact that we have. And so when someone comes to you and gives you that, uh, it's really quite exciting to, to, uh, to know that you've been able to influence someone's life like that. That's incredible. I love that so much. Um, so one of the things that I always say, one of my favorite quotes is no risk, no reward. What is one of the riskiest things that you've done and how has it paid off? Well, it could have been stupid or it could have been a, a, a good risk or a bad risk, but was probably when I decided to kind of go cold turkey and launch my successful stager training program. I went to see um, uh, Gary, no, what was it? Um, the Arch, Arch, Archangel um, Summit that was in Toronto a few years ago. And I think it was only his first time that he had done the summit like this. And, and uh, he had like these amazing speakers, like amazing speakers. And one of them was Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk at the end yeah. of the event. And um, I was, I, I, I wanted to go home. I was kind of like pooped at that point and I wanted to leave. And I wasn't totally like, I'm not in love with his style, but I thought, no, I'll, I'll stay. And I remember him, he said a couple of things. One was that he gave away $50,000 to somebody who, who is, uh, I think he must've been in his early twenties. He was trying to start a um, some kind of a youth program in that sort of, uh, Jane and Finch and um, he was asking some questions and Gary said well I'm going to give you 50k to start and I was like well and I, that to me was like that's what you can do when you're a successful entrepreneur that's what you can do when yeah. you're giving back uh, so that was one thing that he said and then the other thing he talked about was that when you start a business we're so busy looking at like what we can do now in our business that we're not looking far enough ahead to what we can actually be able to do for our customer or our client um, in the future. So we're not planning our, our business as if it has that longevity. Um, and that really stuck with me. And I can remember exactly a, the week later, I was getting ready to do um, a free training, like so sort of an hour introduction to staging uh, um, in downtown Toronto. And, um, and I thought, you know what, I, I need to create a, a training program. And so the night before I went and did this program, did this free thing, I, I, ran off like and created like something on Canva or I'm, I think it must have been Canva early days, uh, sort of a, a quick flyer to, to give out at this um, session, at this free session the next day. And uh, so I introduced this program that I didn't know anything about what I was going to do with it. <laughs> and I sold, I think, nine out of to nine people out of the 12 that were at this free session. That's so that awesome. was kind of like, um, I just kind of went in and just did it. That and I had a really solidifying it. moment for you though. Like, uh, I'm on the right path. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, what was, what was be that? Um, I can remember sitting at a front, my friend's house and I, I also knew, Oh, I know. I, here's a good one. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I can remember I was really getting sort of frustrated with staging, not because, um, uh, because I didn't love it, but because I was really strapped uh, financially. So cash flow was really becoming an issue. And I sat down one day and I thought, I, I wake up every morning and I'm so stressed about this. Like, what do I need to do? So I did, um, I sat there and I did a bit of a, a mind map and a brain dump. And I thought, okay, so what do I love about this? What were like, and I didn't really know much about zone of genius at that time, but I realized as soon as I started writing down how much I loved the coaching part of it, it wasn't that I didn't love the rest, but when I realized how much at the training and the coaching and the supporting 
women in their journey, how much that meant to me, I could feel my heart like go. And I thought I couldn't, I couldn't deny that. And that was probably the turning point and probably the thing that was the biggest aha moment for me is like, that's what I need to be doing. And when I realized that, I also realized that for the last 25 years, I had actually, or I guess 25 years, almost 30 years, I had been doing a lot of that kind of coaching and support and mentorship for women already in the workplaces that I had been in and not really put two and two together, but that I loved that, loved doing that. So it was also like a really super fit for my uh, because I, I have, I have a communications background. I trained as a graphic designer. So all those skills and that zone of genius and that passion all sort of came together at the same time. Oh, I love the that. one reg- thing I did that I did was uh, that I have wish I hadn't done though, is that I wish that I had not tried to do it all myself. And I wish that I had, um, planned it better so that I could invest better in my business and getting help um, to do what I needed to do. But I'll tell you though, when I started this in sort of 25, 2015, 2016, there were not that many people doing what they're, what is out there now. So mm-hmm. I feel in a way, I, I don't want to say I, I paved the way or anything, but there definitely have been some big super shifts and, and growth and, uh, in, in the, uh, knowledge base industry as well. So that's great. That's amazing. Um, so from everything I've heard, I know some big things are in store for you. What is next for you, um, with your businesses? Well, I have, um, I still have my, my successful stager training program still available, um, for anybody who wants to learn how to be a stager. And, uh, really we go deeper into the business side, which I, you know, I've already said is so important to me, but it's not enough. Um, cause there's just so much, Um, and, uh, so what I have done this year is I have really taken a big shift and I, that, that is still my core program, but I've also introduced, um, and I've done one already is a three-day virtual event called stagers live. And it's a three-day training event that is intended to get you to, um, by the end of three days to have started your staging business, to made of all the right decisions, the, the, the most important decisions, um, to get your business started so that come Monday, you're ready to go and you're committed to starting your business. Um, I did one event at the end of March. I have another one coming up the end of June and, uh, it's available to anybody anywhere. I had, um, a student from Australia this last time, uh, someone from the UK, I had many people from the U S across the U S. So it's, uh, it, it, um, it was really, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, a real switch for me. I felt like, you know, Tony Robbins. In, in the staging <laughs> you should, yes. Yeah. I, I have had the support of um, the people who um, actually uh, are run Tony Robbins events and, uh, you know, Russell Brunson and all those people. So it's been, it's actually been really very encouraging and very supportive. So, so I've been doing that. Uh, the next, um, the 24th um, in May, uh, through for, I think till the 28th, I'm doing, um, a five-day challenge for stagers on how to, um, fill your calendar with paying clients and, uh, raving fans. So that's something that we're going to be doing in, in a, a couple of weeks time as well. So, um, but those, those challenges are going to start be doing more regularly and, uh, and also the, um, the stagers live, the, the, the uh, virtual events as well are coming up. And then uh, as a result of that, the, um, these year long coaching programs are coming out of that, which I'm Wonderful. super excited about. Cause I think that's the way that that's the way stagers are going to be successful. And that's the way Absolutely. I can most help creative women entrepreneurs. When, when will your coaching programs be available? Are they available now? Um, or yeah. is it like a start yeah. date? 
Well, if you want to coach with me one-on-one, you can start that anytime. Um, if you want to coach in the group, they usually start off the, from the, uh, from the stagers live events. Okay. Uh, and, uh, which will be, so, which means that it would probably start sort of July 1st, like very early um, July and it goes for a full year. Amazing. I love that. What yeah. is one piece of advice you would offer anyone entering, um, into entrepreneurship staging into the real estate industry What's one piece of advice you'd want to offer? Well, I think, um, probably is to just keep on learning, keep on exposing yourself to, uh, to new and more and better and, and, uh, um, and to don't get caught up in, in that, well, I've got to do my, I've got to do my work that, you know, that growth is really incredibly important to your business. And if you're not paying attention and that, and then you're not serving your clients as well as you could, uh, then that's a challenge. The other thing I would also say too, especially to stagers is to start looking from the very beginning at your business at how you can scale it so that you're not the one that's staging hundred percent of the time so that you actually really achieve the goals that you want to with your business, which could be, you know, retiring your partner or taking uh, eight weeks vacation in the summer with your kids, but that you're building your business so that you can do that. Um, and that's one mistake I see oftentimes with stagers is that they look at, um, uh, that they have to keep building their business and they don't think about the fact that they um, need to scale it if they're going to uh, have the reach the, the dreams that they have in their business and their life. Mm, yeah, totally agree with that. Um, and Catherine, how can people reach you if they want to get a hold of you? Well, um, the best way is probably through Facebook. Um, and um, because I, I, I tend to be on there a lot and it's one of the easiest ways I find to connect with people, but uh, you can email me at Catherine at the successful stager.com, or you can find me on Facebook and it's Catherine Lewis Brown. Excellent. Connect with you that way. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today, Catherine. It was wonderful. Oh, you're very with welcome. You. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining the real journey podcast and listening to our amazing guest. We upload new episodes every Wednesday. Next week, we are back with another real estate professional listening to their journey. If you would like more information on The Real Journey Podcast, you can head to our website, www.thehomeownerlink.com and listen to all of our episodes. As well, we are available on all the podcast platforms. We are open for pre-registration for The Homeowner Link app, which is due to come out June 1st, 2021. If you would like to have first access to the app, head over to www.thehomeownerlink.com and you'll be on the list. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.